0: Talk about it right here. We're gonna talk about everything you like. I'ma make it real, real clear. It's today talks right here. We're gonna talk about it right here. I'ma talk about everything you like. I'ma make it real, real clear. Cause it's today talk. And I'ma talk about it. Yeah, cause it's today talk. And I'ma talk about it. And welcome to the Tanay Talks podcast, the podcast that educates and entertains, the podcast where you come to laugh and learn. I am your host, Tanay, and I am so excited to have a new season of Tanay Talks with some exciting, wonderful guests. Today, I have a return guest, and you guys won't even believe the (laughs) train. formation. But before we get into it, we got to hear a word from our sponsors. Today's show is brought to you by 810 Tacos. 810 Tacos been rocking with us for two seasons now. So y'all got to go show some love. Use code TONAYTALKS, TACOS at 810Tacos.com and you will receive $20 off um. Uh. You. You'll receive twenty dollars off. I don't know. You'll receive a discount. You'll receive a discount with using that code. I just can't remember it right now. But that's okay. Visit a tacoscom and spice up your taco Tuesday night. Remember, a taco seasoning is made for tacos, but delicious on everything. So you can throw it on that. Uh chicken. You can throw it on that steak. You can throw it on whatever. It's going to spice it up because 810 taco seasoning is packed with flavor, nine fresh seasonings that are high in flavor, but low in sodium. So make sure y'all use that. Okay. Visit 810tacos.com. Use tena- code tacos But without further ado, I, y'all see her beautiful face. We have the beautiful Miss Mrs. Whitney Shalon Franklin Wheeler. Welcome to the show.
1: Hi, Tanae. You know, I love me some Tanae and Tanae (laughs) Talk. So it's just an honor to be returning. This is the
0: third time. This is the third time. (laughs) First and foremost, if you're if you're new to the Tenet Talks fold, or if you've been following me since the beginning, Whitney has had such an incredible journey. She's had a fascinating journey. She first came on my show, and she was over 500 pounds, and she kind of shared with us her struggles and her uh, her time with that. And then we came back with her and she was really trying to get her deliverance. She was really fighting for when people be saying they fight for their life. (laughs) (laughs) Some people be saying it with sarcasm, but Whitney was really out here fighting for her life. So she returned with her husband and they were the thousand pound couple together. Their weights were over a thousand pounds. Like, can you imagine? She lived it. And now she's returning slim, slender, fine. She been fine. She just (laughs) slim with a slim, thick. Whitney has lost, guys. You won't believe it. Over 300 pounds. Mm -hmm. My girl was at 543 pounds. Tell them what you weigh now. 238. Say it one more time. Like That's see, but the ones in the back, 238 pounds. <laughs> 300 pounds, y'all. Can y'all imagine? I'm having a hard time losing this 30 pounds. And my girl then lost 300 pounds. She has helped her family. Her family. She said, we're not just doing this alone. I'm not just going to be the finest person at the family reunion. I want my cousins fine. I want my brothers fine. I want my aunties, my uncles, my great aunties, the whole friends and families and foes. (laughs) Whitney said, I want them all to look good. So she wrote a book channeling her journey called Walking Out of the Coffin, My Journey of Weight Loss and Deliverance. You see it down on the ticker, and it is available on Amazon for your purchase. So, you know, Whitney, I don't want this to be a, a today. Tena- I know it's a today tena- talk show, but I, we need to hear Whitney Wheeler's journey about deliverance, perseverance, and hitting rock bottom, because this is what we need to hear, baby. So, with first of all, when you came on the show with your husband, you were talking about this book and how you it was you were birthing it at the time. You were pregnant with this idea. Mm-hmm. And so tell us how it came to birth. What was the labor and delivery like? What was that, 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 that uh, conception like of this book?
1: Absolutely. And again, Tanae, thank you for that beautiful introduction. I appreciate you. I appreciate everything about you, how you uplift and motivate and just continue to give that positivity for our community. Thank you so much for doing that.
0: My pleasure. He gave
1: a lot of my story. You know, I started at 543 pounds. I lost my mother and grandmother at the hands of obesity. And to be honest, I really thought obesity was the set of cars I was dealt with for life, right? Mm-hmm all i knew was fat <laughs> all i knew was the the big girl movement right so that was always my focus i wanted to let the world know it didn't matter what size you were long as you're beautiful long as you're confident and i for so long i loved myself today i want people <laughs> to understand that my walk with obesity it wasn't a A depressed show. I was depressed because I lost my mother and grandmother from obesity. Mm -hmm. However, for me, I thought I had to paint this picture and I wanted to accept life stuck inside of this body. Mm. And it wasn't until I realized that it didn't have to be that way. It wasn't until I realized I didn't have to accept those cards. It wasn't until I realized that I needed to get delivered the same way people get delivered from alcohol and drugs and perversion and all of these different things. We don't focus on food or the things that tie obesity. We People didn't tie that in, right? So I said, well, Lord, how do I do this? How do I bring awareness Um, to the real stronghold of obesity, right? Mm -hmm. And I realized God showed me walking out of the coffin because I was stuck stuck inside of a coffin. And for so long, I thought it was just my body, right? I thought it was just obesity I was stuck in. But in reality, I was stuck inside of a coffin because it was so many things that was weighing me down that Mm -hmm. represented obesity. It reflected obesity, but it wasn't, right? So Mm -hmm. I said, wait a minute. So people are losing weight and then they gain it back. They're losing yeah. weight, but they're not really getting to the bottom cause of it. And that's where deliverance comes from. And mm-hmm. I said, God, how can we bring awareness? Because people don't want to. First of all, people get offended when it comes. So of... don't nobody want to be told they got a weight problem. Don't nobody <laughs> want to be told that it's an a, a issue. People get Oh, she said I'm fat or whatever. Right. Yeah. But they need to see see obesity. Needs somebody that's not as scared to tell you that you're going down the wrong path. Obesity yeah. needs Somebody that's been through the walk. That's going to tell you, no, you're being deceived right now. But we don't have to. It, it ain't about a cute face. Right. I care about your soul. I want you to get healed because
0: obesity will take you out. If you, you want to know one thing. When you say obesity, I I remember when my mom was diagnosed with obesity and she hated the word. Mm -hmm. She hated the word obesity. She felt like obesity meant she was fat, nasty. That's what she saw the obesity word as. So she would be like, I ain't obese. I'm fat. But it's like, mama, this is a clinical term. (laughs) You are obese. And I think when you talk about, you know, people living in obesity, I think people live in denial.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh,
0: yeah. See,
1: the thing was for me, right? I was the fly big girl. I pledged as a big girl. I dated as a big girl. I got married at 543 pounds. So that wasn't about that for me. Mm -hmm. For me, it was the strongholds that was stopping me. When you, when you talk about a coffin, when I talk about walking out of a coffin, you have to be able to walk out of that dead state. You have to be able to walk out of every dark place in your life. See, obesity is one area, but what's causing obesity in the first place? See, I've been on this walk for 10 years, right? Mm-hmm. And for 10 years, I made my fight against obesity a surface experience right so it was about you know you got to eat clean you got to go to the gym you got to do all these things but in reality what was really causing those things on the inside i was Mm -hmm. walking around filled with stuff on the inside that i thought was obesity right so i had Mm -hmm. gave obesity an authority place in my life when it had no authority over me i gave food an authority place in my life food was Run in my life do you hear me yeah. everything mm-hmm. about my life was food and I said wait a minute there gotta be other people struggling with this and not realize that it's a problem so I said mm-hmm. God how can we help people walk out of the coffin how can I help people get delivered for real but it yeah. started with me I couldn't help nobody you can't be blind leading the blind you
0: somebody somebody
1: no, oh, somebody has to know that it's possible. I can't be out here if I'm still struggling. I'm still struggling with food. I'm still struggling with obesity. You can't help nobody. Somebody needs to see an overcomer. And well, God helped me to overcome that so I can help you overcome. If I don't overcome, you don't overcome. But, and we walk yeah. around here, losing weight, gaining back, losing weight, gaining <laughs> back, eating, yeah. overeating one day, trying not to, right? So yeah. we, know. we
0: can do this. People need an example, a leader, come on. So, you know, because you, you, you're very transparent about the weight loss surgery.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And um, when you were on the show last time, you were, you were prepping for that. And mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure after the surgery, you hear things. I, I've seen them in the comments. Oh, you've seen them in the okay. comments. That where works. people said things to you like, well, you know, you, you've only lost, really lost the weight because of this surgery. You know, and like you said, we've seen people get the surgery and then the weight comes back. Mm -hmm. What holds off the weight for you? Because you talk about the deliverance. We talk about obesity being the overarching theme. But what is the cause? Is it the childhood trauma? Is it pain from relationships? Is it pain from the first time someone called you fat? Was it pain from the first time somebody called you ugly? And you holding on to these things for dear life, and it's and it's and it's holding on to the fat. Sometimes when we go to the physician and, and they'll say, you know, you're carrying stress. And so the stress is turning into fat. Some people's stress makes them lose weight, some people's stress makes them hold hold grip to that way. So what are you holding on to? What needs to be the release? And how do you uh, address those who say, it was just it was just the surgery I mean, when, you know, without beyond a shadow of a doubt, it was more than the surgery.
1: That's a great uh, question today. And it is a question that I have faced in the beginning, like the first year when I got it. But we quickly addressed it that um, I'm open, honest and transparent about all parts of my journey because I realize it's the importance of being able to pivot. See, when you're constantly in a state of forward momentum, you cannot allow yourself to get stuck in any kind of situation. Right. Mm -hmm. So because I had did 10 years of, of trying different plan after plan and I will fail. And when I will fail at a plan that didn't necessarily work for me, it would I wouldn't just fall. I would get trapped back. I would go back 10 steps, gain all the way back. But once I really started focusing on forward momentum, forward momentum is always about accepting different ways of doing something. When you fall, when you're in forward momentum, you get up quick. Right. So what I had to do, see, God wanted to use me to help people in every way right and mm-hmm. for a long time because of different things i heard from my mother and family i wasn't a fan of weight loss surgery i thought i was gonna die from weight loss surgery i thought if i got weight loss surgery um uh, my mom i watched my mama say to her friend one of her other friends who was getting it yeah she's gonna get that surgery that surgery gonna kill her my mother mm-hmm. friend who got the surgery still she's still alive my mother mm-hmm. died Our failure in 40. So we have to take off these blinders and know that obesity-related health issues will kill you. So I had to get to a place of acceptance. So for me, when I got on that table, I had, number one, already lost 120 pounds. So I had to be proven and tried and tested before I hit that table. So when I got on that table, it wasn't about additional weight loss. It was about getting rid of that baggage. See, it was a sacrifice for me. When I laid on that table, I said, I'm a curse slave so when I lay on this table I'm taking everybody with me I'm taking my family with me it was almost like a sacrifice that I had to do I had to lay my life down lay down those old ways the old tendencies the old ideas the old way of thinking the fear everything that was causing the weight to swell up in the first place when I Mm -hmm. laid on that table I said Lord the blood of Jesus is going to strip me from everything that was holding me in that bondage so now when people see my surgery, I'm blessed because I'm able to help because I helped you lose 120 pounds before surgery, right? Mm-hmm. I, I was able to do that. So now I can help you. Now for people who are bariatric people who need that, I'm able to help them. And now mm-hmm. God has even put me in this space because it's all about pivoting. I've watched people who got the surgery around the same time as me. They've mm-hmm. plateaued they've reached their goals, right? And they're not Mm -hmm. nearly as far down as because the surgery only going to give you so much. My job now was to go back and get that group of people and say, wait, we got the surgery, but it's life after surgery. So let me show you how to pivot that way. And God has blessed me and graced me in an area to be able to meet everybody where they are. So of my surgery because I can help you. You don't want surgery? I can help you. You want to take a product? I got products that can help you. You want the food plan and do it naturally? I can help you. So that's mm-hmm. what I love about walking out of the coffin because it gives you everything. Ooh, and-
0: give us it, give it to beautiful. us. This you don't. <laughs> <beautiful. laughs> Whitney, you, you, you speak with such passion, you speak with such truth, you speak with such I really want everybody to win. And I love that. When you mention your mom making those uh, sly comments about the friend, what I heard your mom, what I heard from your mom is fear. She was afraid. Mm -hmm. The fear, fear can kill you just like that obesity could kill you because you are so unafraid to do what you have never done before. And that's the only way that change happens is to do something that you've never done before. Insanity is doing the same thing over and over and expecting a different result. So we got a lot of insane people walking around, including me.
1: And to, I'm glad you mentioned that too, because a lot of times people allow what other people say to pour into their spirit. That's why I tell people, You have to silence the mouths of the enemy. You have to silence haters. You have to be so grounded in your purpose. You have to be so grounded in that next goal that it don't matter what nobody come in and say, right? It don't matter what Keisha over here doing, what Kiki over there doing. One of the tools I talk about in my book is uh, keeping your eyes on your own plate and you can adapt that uh, same concept in life. Keep your eyes on your own journey. Keep your eyes on your own job. Keep your eyes on your own performance, whatever that case may be. Cause when you mm-hmm. do that, you're so wrapped up in you. Can't nobody come in like, Today, when I first started, I wasn't going to share my surgery experience, right? Mm -hmm. I wasn't. Because not because I was ashamed, but because I just had this mindset that all these people were not going to receive. People were going to judge me. And they came in at the beginning. But let me tell you what happened. I went from one follower on Facebook, after I revealed the surgery, I went to almost 400,000. See, the enemy wanted to tell me I was doing something wrong. The enemy wanted to tell me I was taking a shortcut out. No, the shortcut was gonna be that mandate on my life if I didn't change, that was the shortcut. Cause baby, I felt the angel of death choking me every day. The, The shortcut was when I decided to lay in that bed in that 500 pound body. That was the shortcut. No, that wasn't the that would have been the easy way out because I was ready to be taken out. I no longer even cared if I was here. Do you understand? When you get trapped inside that coffin, my coffin was almost closed. Mm-hmm. Do you hear me? I yeah. had about this much space left in my coffin. They were getting mm-hmm. ready to close the coffin. And I said, I made a promise that I would not watch anybody's coffin close with them still inside of it. We got to yeah. get to a, We start closing these coffins. When you walk out, close it. See, sometimes yeah. we walk out of that coffin... But we look back and it's still open, and you find yourself going back to lay down because that coffin comfortable. But baby, mm. that coffin is comfortable, but it still represents death. Don't be deceived. Don't and be what deceived. You gotta do. Don't ever feel ashamed to save your life. And if anybody got something to say.
0: Mm-hmm. About
1: you, whatever decision you decide to make to save your life, they don't mm-hmm. have your best interest at heart, mm-hmm. and you gave them an authority seat when they don't even have your best interest at heart. If anybody want to say something to you to discourage you from saving your life, you mm-hmm. don't care about me, cause the same ones that would judge you and try yes. to stop you from getting surgery gonna be the same ones crying at your funeral. Do you hear me?
0: The if if, if they, they show to up, stop you. If they show up, if they
1: even show
0: up, they might not even show up.
1: You got to do what you got to do to save your life. It ain't about nobody else. See, for years, I I, I share my before and after picture today. I mm-hmm. put all of that out there. It's on there. You know, like I, yeah. I I walk the walk, talk the talk. But in this season, I can talk all day. It's a lot of people talking about their journeys. It's a lot of people capitalizing off their journeys. And that's great and no shade. But, baby, God has given me a mandate. I don't want to just show a before and after picture. It's about his glory. It ain't got nothing to do with me. Because when Mm. I hit that table, when I stepped out this time, trust me, if it was through my own strength, I would still be in that bed caught up in sciatica. I might not even be here today because I felt that angel of death choking me. So I need you to know without a shadow of a doubt It don't have to be that way. I don't care if your coffin is 543 pounds. You can get up out of it. I don't care if you're 400 pounds, 300 pounds, 200 pounds, whatever is stopping you from getting to your next, whatever is stopping you from burping out your purpose, you better Mm -hmm. get so grounded in your purpose that you know without a shadow of a doubt. I got to do this because my hands, I got blood on my hands. I don't know somebody, that person may die because I didn't give them my testimony. Do you Mm -hmm.
0: hear me? I hear it. Baby, I felt that through my, all, my whole body and soul, spirit, mind. <laughs> Baby, you let me tell you all the words you said. You said keep your eyes on your own plate. What's so important about it is comparison. Yeah, Comparison is the stealer and the thief of joy. You want to worry about what I got going on over here when you got to keep your eye on what you got going on over here because what I consume, you can't consume. What you consume, I can't consume. It might not even work for my body system the same way it works for your body system. Our genetics might be different. Everything might be different. Our our whole journey and experience is different. So you got to work on your own plate and can't worry about nobody else. Mind your business.
1: Mind your business. Mind
0: your business. <laughs> mind your business. That's all just mind your business. <laughs> just mind your business. And you got to. You can't mind anybody other business because then you take the focus off what you need to be doing. Yeah. And you got to focus on what you do. You talked about these coffins. It ain't just the coffin of your body. It could be the coffin of that relationship that you in that is suffocating you. It's suffocating you. It's sucking the air out of you. It's sucking the life out of you. You you look like the Walking Dead. You literally look like you could be an extra in the Walking Dead because you are carrying the coffin with you everywhere you go. So sometimes you got it got to be that relationship. Uh, maybe it got to be the environment you in. You talked about. The people uh, getting on them for wanting to make a change in their life. I was watching a TV show the other day, and I won't say the name of it, but it was a group of guys, and they were into uh, one, one particular lifestyle. And the one guy in the in the group wanted to go to school for computer uh, science, and he's working on stuff. Even in their little crew, he's able to work out different little glitches, and they and they're clowning him, and they are they're like. Um, what you what you gonna do with that? You trying to be a college boy? What you, what you gonna do with that? Uh, you ain't gonna make as nearly much money as what we doing now. And he said, but but he said, but we getting old. Huh. And we ain't huh. gonna be able to do. <laughs> hey, baby, he had a contingency plan. Hmm. You hear that? A contingency plan. What we gonna do if this don't work out? When you get on the airplane and they say, you know, save yourself, put your mask on first. What what's gonna be the plan? When when this when this uh when it's about to fall out the sky, what's gonna be the plan when you get old and you don't look like that no more? What's on the inside of you that's gonna sustain you and hold you? What's in the inside of you that's gonna sustain and hold you and propel you forward? And I know they're gonna get all those gems in your book because you preach it and you speak it and you walk it and you live it and you walk right out of that coffin and baby, you're 238 pounds. How- I'm proud of you, <laughs> I'm so proud.
1: I'm actually going to be speaking um, September the 14th through 17th in uh, Springfield, Missouri at Fully Endowed uh, Women Conference. Real Mm -hmm. Talk Kim is one of the keynote speakers as well for anyone who may know Real Talk Kim. But what I'm going to be speaking on is Forever Transformed. So Mm -hmm. I'm actually in the process of working on my second book because this one is the blueprint on how to get out of that coffin, right? But now, and this is so ironic because this is a new phase for me, what is life after weight loss, right? What is What does life look like when you've had to change and you've had to pivot? See, what mm-hmm. people don't realize is that even though you make all of these wonderful changes today, let's say we all walk out of our coffin, right? We feel good. We feel great. But what happens when residue comes? What happens when the things of the past come and shine light to make you question if you're really walking fully in your purpose that's when you have to be so grounded and you have to have a certain set of tools to be able to stay in the press right Mm -hmm. because let's be real life is going to continue to happen it sure is the seasons don't change we change we Mm -hmm. become Stronger, we become better, we become more going- like the airplane sizes ain't changed, AP or today. <laughs> the airplane season <laughs> changed, but my body changed, right? Yeah. Um mm-hmm. the, the the restaurants on the corners, McDonald's still on the corner, Burger King yeah. still on the corner when I walk out of here. That them, dealers, them, is dealers,
0: is, the, them dealers is on every corner, baby.
1: Every corner, right? slanging <laughs> <laughs> a million
0: <a> burgers <laughs> a day. <laughs>
1: And it's all about learning how to navigate life without having a stronghold attached to your life. Yeah. You have to be, ik, ik, it allows you to have a clear mind. I want you to have freedom. I don't want you to wake up every day thinking about your next fix, that next meal, right? Yeah. You want to be free. You want to be able to walk, wake up, and food is not the center of everything.
0: Yeah. We
1: got- a new lay, a new way of living, a new way of thinking. Um, no stronghold should be the center of everything. You want to be an overcomer. So you have to learn how to deal with that, how to navigate with that. We have to learn life on the other side of weight loss. We have to learn how to effectively share to give back. Um, I say that because another tool in my book, in order to keep it, you have to give it away. And people don't realize that when you, uh, and that's whatever your purpose is, right? Yes. So mm-hmm. when, when your cup is filled, like right now, I, I'm happy my cup is filled, right? Yeah. But in this season, it's about the overflow. So in order for you to get to this overflow part in your journey, right, you have mm-hmm. to tip the cup, so your cup can be continued to be filled. So mm-hmm. if I have this journey and I've arrived and I'm getting to this place of maintenance now for me to keep it, I'm giving it away. I'm giving it back. So I'm growing because I'm helping my sister lose 100 pounds. Right. Okay. So now this, we're in a constant state of fruit. We're in a constant state of growing. So God gave me a dream that I was going to help 10,000. I was going to see 10,000 pounds lost this year. I was like, yeah, what? That's crazy, right? So then the first week of January, we lost 600 pounds as a group. And that's not even including my family. I'm talking about just my followers, right? Yeah. So we started doing these challenges. I believe you put money talk. Money put money where your mouth is, right? So we started <laughs> 2500 hundred dollar challenges, and people just started growing and taking off. So as of right now, we're in August.
0: We've mm. already lost almost six thousand pounds together at the group. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. I, you know, I got some. I got some some questions for you. What are mm-hmm. what are uh, five things that have improved in your life since your weight loss? Just five oh. beautiful things.
1: Five things that have improved. Uh, traveling.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Traveling has improved. Uh, medications. I was on 11 different medications. I'm free from medications now, which is a blessing. Um, being able to okay, so travel, uh, the medications, confidence, and love. Mm-hmm. I had to learn a different level of love. See, before I thought I loved myself, which mm-hmm. I did love myself, but now I'm in love with me. I'm yeah. in love I'm in love with that so that has definitely improved uh just my overall relationship since my husband and I have both lost the weight together we have more energy which is also going to improve your sex life when you're a thousand pounds it's going to be different when you you get what I'm saying so that has been absolutely amazing um But my number one thing I would say is because I'm not walking in my purpose, I have put myself, and for my people that's not all Christian, let's talk about the universe. I have been to some good (laughs) vibrations, (laughs) and I have been able to be set up for success. So I tell people don't allow um, a moment or a situation to stop you because you don't know what blessing is waiting on the other side of that deliverance. Like I've been able to leave my job, become a very successful six figure business earner just in one avenue, not even including all the other doors. Right. So God will line you up. So just being able to walk in my purpose Yes. And, and, and be an impact and God is blessing the income to go along with that impact. Um, I'm able to go around the world and I've been
0: speaking in different
1: places and
0: God is good. So, so many. God is good all oh, the time and all the time. God is good. So we you've had a lot of improvements. Since your weight loss, and that's just motivation enough for y'all to get walking out of my coffin, my journey of weight loss and deliverance. Y'all heard it from Whitney Franklin Wheeler today herself. Y'all see it in the flesh. She's walking the walk. She's talking the talk. And she's looking like the look. She looking like a like a she looking like a a snack over there. Wendy, I can actually see you on my my six hundred pound life um, as a consultant. So let's just say we're on my six hundred pound life, and we went. Uh, what is the doctor now? Is that his name? Crazy, yeah, stuff. something like that. Mm-hmm. And and he, you know, he really cuts into them. He don't cut no slack. So let's just imagine I'm on there. I'm 672 pounds and I'm, you know, you, the doctor now then said, you know what? You're not going to listen to me. I'm going to send Whitney Shalon, Franklin Wheeler over there to talk to you. And so let's just imagine you then came over to my house. I'm surrounded by Oreos. Okay. Mm-hmm. And eight pizza boxes. What are you going to say to me to help me get up out of the space that I am in? you come in there, you, you're appalled. What you going to say? Oh, I got you. Well, Tanay,
1: and for those of you who don't know, I am a certified transformational life coach. Mm-hmm. So one of the biggest things is you can't be scared. I'm not scared of obesity at mm-hmm. all, but mm-hmm. I also walk the walk of obesity. So I'm very, I know how to speak to your spirit. I know how to speak to your lane. So mm-hmm. first and foremost, today, I don't care how many cookies you ate today. Did you enjoy your cookies? I see you had pieces. of Enjoy it. I loved every morsel. Absolutely. Well, I tell you <laughs> what. You know, I know, a lot of people like to come in and tell you you can never eat a cookie again today. You can never eat a piece of pizza. Let me explain something today. I would never lie to you. I cannot tell you you've been caught up in this world for close to 40 years now, right? You've been mm-hmm. eating cookies and Oreos for 40 years. So I'm not gonna tell you not to eat that. But what I'm gonna do is help you so you won't crave those cookies and pizza. So today let's talk about it. What was your day like yesterday?
0: Well my day like yesterday, I got up, uh went to the doctor and mm-hmm. I just came home. I watched TV and I and I just ate. I just ate and watched television. What was your doctor experience like? He told me some things I didn't want to hear. Yeah. So, Tanae,
1: because you heard those things, how did you feel when you heard those things? That you felt terrible. You felt terrible, right? Mm -hmm. I asked that because I know when I was 543 pounds doctor's visits, even though they were telling me that I was going to die, they were Mm -hmm. telling me how hard it was, but those emotions always triggered my favorite meals. Mm -hmm. I remember when I turned to that Oreo today, so I tell you what, I know that that experience hurts, so let's do this. The Mm -hmm. Oreos are always going to be there today. That pizza is always going to be there, but that depression don't have to be. That feeling that you felt with that doctor... I want you to know that the doctors may not understand your fight, but I do. So today, I'm not going to tell you can't have another Oreo today. But what I'm going to do, I'm going to take these Oreos with me. I'm going to leave two Oreos. When you feel that you just have to take a bite, you pick up this two, or you pick up an Oreo. But once these two Oreos are gone, that feeling and emotion is going to be gone as well. We're going to speak and claim it, and we're going to release every emotion that's causing you to go back to that Oreo. Do you trust me? Can I help you?
0: Girl, help me. Help me. <laughs>
1: ah. For me, on my they got
0: ready for you because baby, I was just transformed. Like, girl, today don't eat another hot Cheeto because you know <laughs> that's my addiction. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but I and now it. I
1: do have you know different customers and different clients. Um, I had a client who um had an addiction to uh our cookie place, the crumble cookies. and mm-hmm this person would get four crumple cookies per day. When they left work, that was four a day. So as a coach, I can't tell someone who's eating four cookies a day to stop eating cookies, but I can tell you, let's make it to one a week, once a week. And you divide those four cookies up and eventually you're going to be stronger than that cookie. right?
0: Right.
1: So small changes. I even go through that in my book too. One of the, um, one of the, tools i talk about here is when i uh, uh my addiction to soda mm-hmm. and i tell people like i couldn't just quit soda right i had to do a four-week plan to eliminate soda so that's yeah. how i help people because this is a lifeline tra- lifelong transformation i don't give you no quick fixes to help you for temporary no it's this yes it starts
0: with the mind. Well, I thank you so much, Whitney, for coming back on the Tanae Talks uh, show to share your journey. I know I'm going to have you back again because it's going to be any, even more transformation. There's going to be more lives changed, more lives saved because of your testimony, because of your journey, because of your walk. Um, be sure to purchase Walking Out of the Coffin, My Journey to Weight Loss. This book can be purchased on Amazon. I actually have my book, but Amazon was Amazoning, and and um, it didn't in time, uh, <laughs> but that's okay. It's in rude. And I cannot wait to dive into Whitney's story. I, I've seen it with my own eyes. I've, I've known Whitney uh, for over 10 years and she is shining bright uh, as she did back then as she is now. She's shining even brighter. She was she was bright, but she's even brighter um, right now. And we just love to see it. She never stopped smiling. She never stopped being motivating towards others. She, let, she never let Obesity, in a sense, run that confidence, in a sense. And even though she was having an internal struggle with it, you would never know it. You would never be allowed to make her feel bad for her weight, because maybe she was showing up dressed <laughs> and, with, <laughs> and and with a smile on her face. So again, I appreciate you for coming on my show. And Not only did you motivate me personally, but I know that when the talkers um, get a hold of this show wherever podcast, are stream, Apple, Spotify, YouTube, et cetera. <laughs> I know that they will have a transformative experience like I did in today's talk with you. I appreciate you. I love you. Thank you for writing this book. Thank you for helping others. Thank you for sticking uh, to the, to the promises that you made to yourself. We honor God in this podcast today because we thank him for honoring his promises and keeping you even when things got uh, rough for you, when things got weary for you, when things God, discouraging for you, when well, even when things felt stagnant for you, God was still right there walking by your side so that you could be in the positions where you are and speaking engagements around the world uh, at conferences, uh, being a consultant on my 600 pound life, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, so thank you. So, you know, in truth tonate Talks fashion, this is your time to get your shout out. So who are you giving a shout out to?
1: I have to give a shout out to God, who is the head of my life, to all of my team and my daily choice. Keep going, team glory and favor. We are shining bright. And, of course, my amazing husband, shout out to Quentin, who I couldn't be doing this without my partner in crime.
0: <laughs> yes. Hey, Q. Uh, we love it. Um, and we're just so proud of you again. Remember today talks is brought to you by 810 taco seasoning, um, packed with a high powered flavor and very low in sodium. It is made for tacos, but delicious on everything. Visit, be sure to visit 810tacos.com and use code today talks tacos. And again, um, Today's gonna talk about it, so make sure that y'all tune in. Be sure to like, share, and subscribe. And make sure y'all hit that notification bell for new episodes of today talks. We're gonna talk about everything you like. I'ma make it real, real clear. It's today's talks right here. We're gonna talk about it right here. I'm gonna talk.